Welcome back, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Anchor Free Roscoe. I'm your host, Ryan Atwood. I'm Seth Pronto. And I'm Luke Smog. And we got a lot of good things to dive into today. The latest episode of the five-part series of The Flash, Armageddon. We're going to be discussing that. We'll be discussing the latest episode of All-American, as well as, Luke, you wanted to discuss... Omicron. The Omicron variant of COVID. Oh, oh, oh. It has transformed. Came from Cybertron. <laughs> Stay in your houses. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Two to four weeks to flatten the curve. Oh, man. Just another great day here in Roscoe, Ontario. Boys, how are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Social distance. Oh, 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 I'm great. I'm great. How are you guys doing? Getting my 30th uh, vaccination shot. Here we go, baby. We're all in this together. Just remember that. Oh, man. Let's start off. Let's start off with the latest episode of All American. Uh, Last time when we left, we were remembering the whole thing that happened with the coach from Toledo State. Or basically, he was trying to, like, coerce. Well, not coerce, but... um, Make Spencer like subject to the contract that he signed. He's like, listen, if you're gonna try to get out of it, you're basically gonna get screwed over for your freshman year, and you can't. I'm gonna make sure you can't go to any other uh, uni- university or college to play football. Um, so yeah, Luke, take us take us through. First and foremost, uh, this was a very interesting uh, football episode mm-hmm. where you know they're trying to get everybody opportunity, and the one guy that surprised me who made a comeback is JJ. Oh, yeah. my yeah. God. JJ came back, man, and I was shocked that this guy got an opportunity. This guy was, oh, was a dumbass, first and foremost, a straight dumbass, telling everybody, yo, I'm going to be quarterback. I'm gonna, and everybody's like, yo, you're good as linebacker. He's like, no, nah, I'm a good quarterback. We're like, yo, you just <laughs> only wear a backup. <laughs> you're a straight backup. Nah, trust me, I'm good as a quarterback. And he's like laughing and recording. I'm like, this guy is such a clown. And then, obviously, he was failing. And then, what's his face? Asher told him, like, hey, bro. Like, you might as well become a linebacker. You have time. No, man, the coach is left, man. There's no way I could do it. Like, he's only done it. Like, yo, dude, we were, everybody was telling you, well, like, you're such a dumbass. At least in the end, failure was the best lesson for him. And then, like, he actually got into uh, uh, doing the linebacking drills, and he actually got an opportunity afterwards. So I'm actually happy for the guy, man, even though he's a dumbass. Still, God bless can, him, man. Can we really be happy for him or not we, Asher? <laughs> Yo, Asher stepped up, man. Yo, this week, I legit thought last week I was talking about him being a philosopher. This guy upgraded to being a coach. Damn. And we're not talking but no, about... But, but at the uh, same time, uh, though... Flying an airplane. Like, no, damn. but the thing is, at the same time, he wasn't really happy for him initially, though. Right? He wasn't. Yeah. No. Because like, that was my scholarship. He's like, dude, that was my scholarship. That was the first thing he said. Then he's just yeah, like... Yeah, Coastal oh, City? Yeah. He's like, oh, I should have been there, whatever. But now, at the end, towards the end, I had a little smile. I was like, man... You could have, you're not, it's like, I'm not a coach. He's like, oh, you could have fooled me. So now you can kind of see, it looks like that's the route that he's going to be going. Because he's kind of confused right now with everything Ryan, that happened. All I got to say is, uh, Asher downgraded from first class to coach. Downgraded? <laughs> from first class to coach. Oh, man. I like he ain't that. flying I like anywhere, that. that's for I sure. Li- I, li- I like that uh, comparison. That's, that's dope. But you, but you know what? I don't know about that. Like, uh... As a coach, he might have more perks, you know? 
And wink, Ooh. wink, nudge, nudge. If you think about it, perks. No, because like let's say let's let's say he gets uh, gets into a coaching uh, role in uh, in the college system. Uh, eventually, in a couple of years, he's gonna beat a bunch of uh, mothers trying to get their sons into the football program. You know what I mean? So uh, <laughs> he can still be his player self, you know, in the future. Wow! Wow! Damn! I'm like, I thought we were like, I completely, I was, I was, I was off track. I'm like, wait a minute, perks. I'm like, perks sets, <laughs> drugs, rehab, Olivia, oh, cool. and mother issues, and mother um, issues. Yeah. Speaking of which. So now, <laughs> It looks like Olivia is now taking on the role of actually being a sponsor. Has this little, I'm like, from, from borderline ODing just not now a couple episodes ago to like now she's like sponsoring. I'm like, okay, Olivia done stepped up, bro. I don't know, but who are we kidding here? Who are honestly kidding? Her sponsor? Did somebody forget to call her sponsor? Like I didn't understand this. I just died laughing. I'm like, how she how she taking care of fifteen year old and like telling her Wait. what to do where she couldn't even handle herself like a couple episodes ago. But like, then again, on. but then again, her her sponsor couldn't handle herself either. Remember, she was in jail. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he can't. She can't call her sponsor because she only gets one phone call a day, and she doesn't want to waste it on her. Wow! Wow! <laughs> yeah, Olivia, something else, but. Yeah, and it's just like, it seems like it's just like a younger version of her, and I don't know, but they're making it look like she's in a good light, so. Let her have Come on. Let her have Come on. She can't hold her liquor, man. Handle uh, a little kid's liquor. Come on, man. You gotta be kidding me, man. This this is such a joke, I'm telling you, man. They're trying to, like, straighten her out without actually fixing her own character. Like, we we, we all know, we all know, like, in the end, Olivia is still a mess. She's going to probably get impregnated by Spencer by the end of the year. There's legit no way in hell that this is, like, it's going to go, like, in a good way possible with the the way her character arc is going. She just destroys good things. Yeah. I'm still not over her ruining her her mom's career. What the F, man? Oh, my God. You were were living good and destroyed her career. She's like, no, I like living home now, working from home. I have all this freedom. I'm like, no, you don't. You're making good money, and your daughter destroyed you. <laughs> but, but you I love the title. Have you guys noticed that Olivia is the only character in the show that anytime bad stuff happens, she gets bailed out? Oh, uh, no, Spencer does too. It's like, a, it's like a power couple. No, but Spencer actually went through. <laughs> but Spencer actually went through. <laughs> that is true. But Spencer actually went through uh, a couple, like, uh, like you know, like the, him getting shot, losing his dad. At least he, like, he got stuff that, like, you know, humbled him a bit. Olivia has not got any of that once in the entire existence of the show. She, she needs to get. So you're saying she's she's failing upwards because uh, now failing like her up. whole journal. Yeah, no, think about it because like now she has that whole journalist role. I think in the end she can force herself to any topic. I'll, I think I'll say this right now. She might have um, um, uh, taken white privilege from her mom. She might have inherited white privilege from her mom. That's what I'm just assuming right now. I'm just taking that right now. And that white privilege backfired when she destroyed her mom's career. The irony. <laughs> the irony. <laughs> wow. But yeah, uh, shout out to shout out to Layla. She kept it real again, uh, punking off freaking. What's her name? Precious? Frig, I don't remember. Yeah, it's uh, Precious. Patience, it? patience? Patience. Patience. That's it. I was close. Precious, patience, I don't know. <laughs> These side characters, they do nothing for me, bro. But, uh, yeah, man, she's just like, yeah, if, uh, you, she obviously had, like, a great uh, sound to her track and then wanted to offer up the tour 
that was Koopa supposed to go and check. Oh, well, obviously you understand, right? You know, it's kind of like a bit of iffy situation. And you can just see like Layla's face. She was just like, I'm done. Like, listen, you have 48 hours to freaking give me a response. <laughs> I'm like, God damn. <laughs> I love her. Uh, thoughts. I'm telling Seth. you, I'm, I, I, uh, go ahead, Seth. No, yeah, with, no, with whole Layla, I love her cold approach because at this point, you know, she's running a business. She's putting her name, her money, her whole future on the line for other people who are not taking it as serious because they're all about feelings, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it has to be put business first. That's why you don't do business with family or friends, you know, because they're always going to take you for granted and take up the opportunity, like waste your time and squandle like opportunities, right? And with mm-hmm. patience, She's uh, she's not really taking the patience and time to actually think the shit through, and she's just, you know, saying, "Oh, coop this, coop that." When coop sabotaged her own career multiple times, she never put her career first, and even now, spending time with Mo's kid, she, the underrated she, character. She, Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was gonna say like she's like sacrificing your own music career over coop is not worth it. Speak hundred percent, Luke. You wanted to add to that. No, I was just saying, uh, hey, uh, Olivia, take notes. This is how you recover from rehab. Ooh. <laughs> Damn. See, that's how you fully recover. You don't, you don't say you're fully recovered and then t- take a 15-year-old kid. No, 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 no. You got to take what Layla's doing. Layla knows how to fully recover, you know? That's Layla how you was, fully recover, man. Layla was a wreck, bro. She, 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 she had a heavy come up. But speaking of an underrated character, most kid, bro, the whole time I was just like, I don't know, I have this friend of mine and he's really good, but then sometimes he always gets in trouble and then it's like, I don't know if it's worth it if I shake. But the whole time, that little girl is talking about Coop and then she's seeing the, on the laptop, oh my God, I screenshotted it. Or it's just like... Sit here. <laughs> the, the Hood Reaper. Oh, no, no, the Grim Reaper of the Hood. Grim Reaper of the Hood. And then she puts the connections. He's like, Mom, Sean, and Uncle Tyrone. And I'm like, oh my God. She And she's just smiling but she's like, She's plotting and scheming. I'm like, oh, man, this little kid is going to put a hit on her. If that happens, my, my life's complete. <laughs> Yo, no lungs is going to be going six feet under by the end of the season, man. I'm telling you. Wow, wow, wow. Bro, it's like, it's like a ghost. It's like you don't have a place. At this, at this point, I think Coop is like basically a ghost in this, this uh, season where it's like you don't really have a role to fit in, you know? Like... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Preach and like she doesn't fit in with him. Doesn't fit in with Layla in the studio. Uh, Spencer is just like, yeah, we're cool now, but like we don't really hang out. So kind of keep your distance. I got my own thing going on. <laughs> now like, she's spending time with a minor. <laughs> <laughs> we're running out of lines for you, buddy. We're gonna have to start cutting characters. <laughs> well, hopefully no, she uh, moves away of a ghost and disappears. Yeah, she'll probably be saying what's good as a ghost from now on since she's starting at the beginning of the series. <laughs> she literally went to every single person, hey, what's good, what's good, what's good? Literally got three people killed. No, she'll be saying what's good in, in, in hell, man, by the end of the season. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. Hey, I hope that little kid kills her, man. She deserves it. Speaking of getting canceled outs, the coach from Toledo State. Shout out to Coach Baker. Real one. <laughs> He's like, mm. what are you? Is he? Isn't he though? He he have he heavily like uh, he put that shit against him when he was just like. He's like, what are you insinuating? He's like, I'm not insinuating. I'm speaking facts. He's like, 
don't if you don't get him out of his contract, I'm basically gonna blow you on social media, and it's like it's a hungry bitch, and you're gonna you'll lose you you're basically gonna be destroyed within 24 hours. I'm like, oh my god. Well, he, the coach played him dirty, so Coach Baker had to play a little dirty too. That's what I think. I'll let, I'll let Luke speak on this before I say anything on it. <laughs> yeah, basically, more or less, he was he was pointing out that the old white coach keeping the black player enslaved on his plantation wasn't going to fly in this day and age. Like wow. basically, more or less, he was threatening him that it was going to be cancel culture that was going to get his ass. And honestly, it was it was facts, man. Like, yo, man, having an old white dude basically saying, yo. I'm not going to take your word. You're going to come back here. You know, like, yo, that's bad vibes, man. Trust me. You're going to get heavily canceled, and you're going to be having your face plastered all over the media, man. You'll be okay. the white Karen. You'd never want to be the white Karen. The mayor. Yo, I see what you're saying, but at the same time, I believe Spencer shouldn't be bailed out. And the way Billy went about it, saying whole cancel culture is a bitch, like, no offense, like, I'm, a whole, I'm against the whole cancel culture, you know? Because now you like you can easily expose this guy, but don't try to go the whole bandwagon of cancel culture. You know what I mean? And if you look at it, Spencer did sign a contract. Let's not forget that. You know what 100%, I mean? One hundred percent. That's right. And he got committed. He, he said he was committed to the coach and not the school. But here's the reality: here, yeah, the coach didn't tell the truth, but, but he signed the contract. You know what I mean? The coach was in the right, even yeah. though like he was in the wrong, and like how he's just like. I'm going to fuck you over if you can't, whatever. Like, maybe how he came about that was wrong. But even when I was, it's come to think about it, even as I was watching the episode, I'm just like, but he signed the contract. He did commit. And now he's just like, but because this guy is so, and I, I think I spoke about this in the last episode, I'm like, he's so indecisive, uh, Spencer. Uh, he puts himself in these kind of predicaments where now he has to get bailed out. Like, yeah. it's actually very annoying. I agree. Yeah. I it's think unfortunate. It's, yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. When will Spencer ever learn? Because so far, he's just time after time. Yeah, he's gone through more hardship than Olivia, but he still gets uh, bailed out. And things always work out for him in the end when it shouldn't, to be honest. Not, and that's why they're the power couple. <laughs> Man, it's unfair. It's unfair calling Spencer that. Spencer actually worked this butt off. Like Olivia, I feel like got everything handed to her, man. She's been spoiled after since day one, man. That's oh, I don't vibe with her, man. Legitimately, I don't, man. Like, she, she lives in the fancy house. Her dad literally and her mom busted everything. And she's been handed opportunities, man. She's been handed drinks and she's been handed jobs, man. I'm telling and, you, man. Just, and pills. And drugs, too. And pills, too, you know? She's been literally handed everything, man. Like, Spencer actually came from the hood. He worked his way up with his actual natural-born skills. Olivia didn't, man. So what you're saying is uh, Spencer had to catch his opportunities, you know? Like a wide, real wide receiver. But oh, yeah. what about what about uh, Olivia's uh, brother, Jordan? Do you think everything was handed to him, especially with, with what's happening right now? Oh, of course not. Daddy's helped him out on the way, too. But you know what? I never taken Jordan seriously. The guy who's always been a simp, right? We we said that's his last uh, couple you know, of the past past uh, the past blog. He's a simp. I don't think that's no, no. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off, but like, you know, it's funny. We're like, I don't take him seriously. I just remember that one episode. Remember when Olivia was like do, doing kind of like a questionnaire from like Spencer and everybody's like, "Well, why did you ask me? I'm your own brother." It's just like, you don't take me seriously. It's like, <laughs> 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 it's like even the whole family doesn't take him seriously. <laughs> No, man. Even even at the last episode when he had a backbone and he was telling everybody, hey, you know, trying to be like a, a man, I'm like, yeah, you only grown a spine for like an episode, but sit back down. Like, you're not a man. Like, relax. We know who you, know you I mean? 
we know who you are. We know, like, in, 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 in like the next episode, Simone will probably call you, hey, move to Atlanta with me. And he'll probably be like, yeah, I will. And they just drop his uh, his only opportunity of going to a, a college as a quarterback. We know him, man. This guy has no backbone. Plot twist, Simone calls him. She's pregnant again. He leaves the scholarship to go take care of the new baby. <laughs> Is he the father of the second kid? He's, he's willing to. He's willing to be the father. He's willing to, yeah. It's like, it's like he goes on Maury just for that. He's like, but we didn't even take your DNA test. It's okay, I'm the father. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there's a JUCO program in Atlanta. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. But, yeah, it's uh, interesting that the episode kind of ended on a high note. So it's like there wasn't like any cliffhanger or anything like that. So not sure what to expect for next time. But, or tomorrow's episode, technically. But uh, overall, good episode. That's what I think. Yeah, decent episode. We'll see. We'll see what's next. Uh, I'm hoping for with hopefully within the next episode, few episodes that uh, ever since uh, JJ's back, hopefully Coach Montez's daughter makes I it. Was, make a return. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I'm like JJ comes back. I'm like, where the hell is Coach Montez? Like, there's gonna be some sort of plot twist. Yeah. Asher, I'm pregnant. But we yeah, didn't have maybe uh, Asher has a whole flashback of where he was the whole time, and he's just like, oh. That one night, remember when we were in New Mexico and you blacked out for 72 hours? Yeah, I don't remember. I've been pregnant since. I'm like, oh, man, some shit like that. I don't know. And knowing Ashley's going to probably write that in his diary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. These, uh... As long as this guy's not suicidal, Brent. Like, there was this one point where I legit thought he was going to commit suicide. <laughs> at least all he could say is he's at least a, he's a man compared to uh, Jordan. 100%. Yeah. 100%. He has that. This guy, he's he's never simped out. I'll give him that, you know. So that's true. Yeah, real dude. Moving on, the part two of the Armageddon series of The Flash, season eight. Oh, oh. there's look. Seth definitely has a lot of thoughts for this one. So disrespectful episode. Oh man, what? Thank you. Disrespectful. Oh, oh I know. I know, I know exactly what part you're talking about. But yeah, in this episode, we see the Barry talking to... Um, what's the alien guy's name again? Destro. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he tells him, he's like, why would I basically start to snap across the entire city? It doesn't make any sense. He's like, because of your grief, you would lose somebody and... The first thing I thought of was Iris, but then I'm like, I don't know what it is. And he's like, because, and he's like, and that starts as of tomorrow. He's like, so you can't try to fight fate. So th- I'm getting a lot of like, uh, I've got a lot of like season three vibes, like Savitar, like basically the whole thing of trying to change fate, etc. cetera. Um, but yeah, so in this episode, we see a new meta who has like the thesis and mind control. And because of that, we see Barry start to, like, snap across the entire city. But even before we got to that, there was, like, little things that were started, like, to add up. Like, he's getting investigated by um, CCPD over some, like, old case uh, back in, like, season seven. And then all of a sudden, Star Labs is getting shut down because radiation levels are too high and the freaking machine was, like, fried. 
And, oh, note this. Um, Luke, what's the name of the captain again? The, the lady girl? Uh, I, yeah, I'll search her name. Cap, cap. Legit. Yeah, so she made reference to Joe in the episode. And then by the episode, Joe's dead. What the fuck? And on top of that, spineless little Chuck. This motherfucker, sorry to excuse my language, bro, but this guy <laughs> said, I'm a pacifist. And I'm like, wait, what? And it's like, and, uh, and it's Allegra was like talking to him because she's when he was trying to create the plans for uh, some sort of like radiation gun to defeat uh, Despero. And she's like, wait, you're making this? But I thought you were, yeah, I'm a pacifist. I'm like, wait, what? And then he's just like, because I'm a pacifist. And he said it twice. And I'm like, oh my God. They literally ripped the spine out of this guy. Anyways, I'm Yo, done. I have, to speak, I have to speak on that. I have to speak on that. Okay. So this one, the weapon that Ch- uh, Chester was making, uh, it was Killer Frost, or Frost as they call her now, suggested yeah. making a weapon. I don't know where why she's on the offensive and wants to potentially kill Despero. Maybe she's desperate, but uh, that's against her current nature. But uh, And then yeah, with, with uh, Chuck, when he said he's a pacifist, I swear to God, both when he when he said said it the second time, I wanted to pass a fist through my TV. I was livid. <laughs> Not only he he castrated my man, okay, by making him in this weird love relationship with Allegra. Now he's against all the violence. When when did this become a thing? They literally, they literally emasculated the fuck out of this guy, bro. Like oh my god, it's actually foul. Luke, Luke, speak, please. You know what I call this episode? You know what I call this episode, guys? Revoke the black card. <laughs> wow. That, that's what I call this episode, revoke the black card. Because what they did to every single black character on this show, oh my lord. First and foremost, Joe. Poor Joe. The last two seasons, this guy has been relegated to a joke. This guy quit his job as the chief. A police chief, because he was in protest of of uh, what Kramer. That, that's where I, I found the name. It was uh, yeah, the new yeah, chief yeah. Kramer? Yeah, chief Kramer. because Kramer was like uh, trying to go after like all the meta stuff like that. And then this guy became a stay home dad. All like this, and now mysteriously he died six months ago. But we just find out. Really, no they had to kill this guy off, Joe, who's the most realest guy out of the entire show. They couldn't. They couldn't kill off that racist Ralph, right? We, get, we haven't seen Ralph for, uh, for a good while. Why didn't they say, oh, Ralph disappeared to have Barry go crazy over him? But no, no, no. They had to kill off the most realist nigga there, Joe. Joe! Joe, the guy that literally tells Barry what's real, what's not. Literally tells everybody, yo, you guys can't do this, you can't do that. He literally keep. he's the most grounded character in the show. And they had to kill this guy off. For absolutely no reason. How did he die six months ago? Why did she reference him in the beginning of the episode? See, that's the thing I don't no, understand. I think the way she was, re- uh, she was referencing uh, uh, Captain West was, uh, yeah. Past tense. Uh, past tense in the sense that uh, she, Kramer was always relying on him for, like, words of wisdom, especially when she was making poor decisions. Uh, he would always talk, try to talk her out of situations, you know, and he turned out to be right in the end, right? So, but if it's six months ago, what event led to his death? Did, and weren't, didn't they renew their vows or some shit, like, so wasn't he there at the house, or was that? Yeah, six he was months? there. He was so, there. So I'm just like, how the hell did this guy die? That doesn't make any sense. And, I'm like, first thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, that's it. I'm done. 
No, no, it's because what I want to add was, is like, even after that, like when Barry's telling Iris and, and Cecile, he's like, he's like, where's, where's Joe? And they're like, they're screaming at him and crying. I'm like, oh, what do you mean, where's Joe? What do you mean? Like, they couldn't give this guy the benefit of doubt? Like, this nigga saved the show for eight years. He saved the city, he saved the world for eight years. You can't give him the benefit of doubt when he's literally going crazy. He's like, yo, where's Joe? Where's Joe? And they're like literally blaming him. Like, Joe, stop giving us mental health crisis. You know, like, Joe's dead. Like, leave us alone. Like, they, you can't give this guy benefit of doubt. That's why I, I revoked the black card, those two. Like, they literally are going insane on this dude. For absolutely no reason. And don't get me started on Chester. Chester literally is like, that, he's a white nerd at this point. Like, he's literally a white nerd. Yeah. Forget about pacifists. He's just literally a white nerd. I, I don't even look at this guy as a brother anymore. Period. I wow. just don't. Wow. Wow. But yo, I, I felt was forced upon us this whole episode. A lot of unnecessary lines yet again. Allegra. And, yeah, Allegra. And especially like when they're having like a group of discussion as uh, Team Flash, she's always interjecting and saying, hey, what about this? What about that? I, this is my opinion. And I'm just like looking at her, I'm like, no one values your opinion. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> Oh my God! God. She's, she's just trying to add, add to the team, but, but it's like you know, like you don't bring any value to like uh, the group projects, and you and you're just trying to keep like most times you're just trying to keep low key, and like, I just want to get a passing grade, and it's just like yeah, and then yeah, I agree. Point, like, That's what he said. Like, yeah, basically, he's like, we know you don't bring any value, so just limit it. <laughs> like, why are you talking? <laughs> Come on, we we guys both know she she's filling up the Hispanic quota. Like, since what's his face left? Cisco. Uh, uh, Cisco left. Yeah, they need they need her to fill that quota up. So they want to put as many lines to her that they did for for Cisco at this point. That's what it is in the end. She has no real relevance in the show. Like if she if she was gone, literally the show would still be like going. You know what I mean? They should have just brought like then a scientist or some somebody like this like with tech. You know what I mean? But then and well, then match. Yeah, and then it would We both yeah. know. So yeah. <sighs> I don't know. This guy's a complete disappointment. Uh, like. Oh my God! Demas- emasculated him to the fullest. No spine. I actually can't stand this guy at this point. Like at each episode, I'm like, I'm wondering if this guy's gonna break down in tears or something. Yo, yeah. and uh, by the way, guys, uh, do you guys also notice the shitty quality from uh, Dan versus uh, <laughs> like a Zoom conference call? <laughs> Clearly, she was in her own apartment for that episode. <laughs> oh, Danvers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so bad. She, you know why she was staying home? Omnicron. Uh, yeah, no. I apparently I heard uh, it's because when they were recording this episode is when they were recording the series finale for Supergirl because they want apparently want to get her Supergirl and Martian Manhunter on on Flash, mm-hmm. but apparently like their schedule was so bad, so they said in the end we'll just get Alex. That's what she said. They were off world. Yes. Get the backup. And they clearly weren't. When they clearly weren't. The backup of they're the off, backup. They're off stage. Yeah. They're off stage. <laughs> oh, man. But, so, so I, do I think they did him dirty, Joe West? Yes. But at the same time, I like, minus the Chester thing, minus that, I like, I kind of like where this is going because I'm like, I'm, I'm confused because I'm just like, Clearly, when Barry was using his new speed abilities to kind of like break that whole little telekinesis thing, um, it caused him to basically snap and he started attacking people and he doesn't even remember. So I'm trying to see where the gap is. I'm like, when the hell did Joe die? Like, this is what doesn't make any sense to me. 
maybe with the with Barry's new speed ability, he's <laughs> he's actually living life faster than he can actually recall the events. Maybe I don't know. I think so. Because remember when I got like remember when he just like he was about to attack um, the new meta, and then all of a sudden he ends up in back in his loft, and I can't just pointing a gun at him, and then yeah. she's like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah, so he's definitely like losing time, like like in between whatever the hell he's doing. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Maybe it has to do with the past. You you did say something about the reverse flash going back at some point, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, reverse flash is supposed like to go back. Like the real one. I think, I believe, the re- that's what I read online, but I'm not quite sure, but I was told, uh, I, that's what I saw, that he's supposed to come back in one of these episodes. Well, we just saw the end of the episode, our uh, fellow uh, fellow brother, Black Lightning Man. Yes. Yes. Yeah, back at the, t- at the Justice League table. And he's like, what's the problem? And then Barry's like, injustice. And I'm like, okay. Interesting choice of words. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. It's going to be the first time ever Black Lightning is actually being a man. So. I, I haven't caught up, but, I've, but I remember you telling me that basically like his daughters just punk him off. Yeah, they punk him off. He's not much of a dad on his own, his own show. So I'm like, oh, it's going to be the first time that you're presenting him like an actual man. Wow, wow. Yeah. They always got to do the brothers dirty, bro. Yeah. It's unfortunate, man. It seems like it's a reoccurring theme, aside from, like, freaking Diggle. But then again, who knows? He hasn't started his own show yet, so time will tell. You you, you know the crazy part is the the guy who's running the Flash, the showrunner, is actually a black brother. Oh, for this new season. Yeah, yeah. The past couple seasons, it was him. Since season six, I believe. Mm Mm-hmm. But they probably gave him a checklist uh, to mark off or to maintain and keep that role, you know what I mean? Or is that that's how he sees brothers like him? Yeah, beta. that's that too. Yeah, beta simp ass bastards. Freak, Ugh. I don't know. Overall, aside from Chester and a couple other things as well, I just I like kind of I kind of like where the theme is going because it's like it looks like there's either it's there's something wrong with Barry or something wrong with the timeline I don't know but it's interesting to say the least you were saying I think Seth something about like it's just basically the same kind of BS but heightened yes so because it's in a five part uh, episode Mm -hmm. uh, or a season that's more of the things that we like and dislike it's just compacted into like these five episodes so mm-hmm. we will notice the things that we like and don't like that much more and that's why maybe I'm more I'm calling out more of like the bullshit from Allegra and like Chester and stuff like that because it's it's so bad it's so poorly written I hate it so much it was, it was it was painful this whole episode especially more than episode one episode two by far it bothered me a lot pacifist and Passive. I don't know where this, like, again, we're going to be getting to the midpoint of the season mm-hmm. and I don't know where we're going to go from this, but yeah. As the Raiders going, Kayla won't have any lines. Yeah, yeah. you got a point there. Because we didn't even mention her. We never even mentioned her once. Since the, oh, since we the mentioned Killer, Fro- Killer Frost. Killer Frost. Frost. Yeah, but barely. That's what I'm saying in the end. Kayla and Killer Frost, they're like, it doesn't matter at this point. Like, they're, they're barely getting any lines, any relevance the first two episodes already and most valuable members of the damn team bro. exactly like exactly she had like she had like, like one big scene in episode one remember when she walked down with with barry when they were going and to barry the, uh, jitters 
Yeah, jitters. Yeah, that yeah. was it. Yeah. And this oh was, no, but in episode two, when uh, they did the brain scan in the apartment. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah, it. That's, yeah. Yeah. Bro, she's yeah. I don't know. She she's like probably one of the most valuable members of the whole damn team, more than Allegra, more than anybody. And like they're still downplaying her. Like, God, man, I'm, I'm honestly like I'm fed up with these writers, bro. They're literally destroying a legacy. They're destroying oh my the God. legacy of the Flash. Speaking of legacy, like like poor writing was uh, when uh, they had to shut down the satellite and like um, the uh, Star Labs and what's that? What's that AI system that Barry has? Uh, Gideon. Gideon. Yeah, when they shut down the Gideon and they didn't have the resources, they're like, oh, uh, we need the the best mine. To figure out this, uh, this uh, what's going on here, and it ends up being Iris. So you're gonna equate Gideon and a satellite <laughs> system to Iris's journalism skills? Fuck that! I'm sorry. No, I futuristic I AI Iris or Iris yeah. West. Hmm, that's a really tough decision. Look, <laughs> I, I I'm speechless. Like the way he is that broken down. I don't even know what to say either. That, that, that's just so sad. Because, no, because in the end, how did he find the villain? It was actually Barry's uh, speed running around the whole city to find out a metahuman. Yeah. That's it. So she didn't actually do shit. <laughs> it seemed like she did something, but in the end, she didn't do anything. And then, you know, and then she got, yeah, she, she got like the, the praise for it. Wow. Yeah. But Ryan and said, like, let's be perfectly honest here. Do all these side characters even matter at this point? In the grand scheme of things, let's just be perfectly honest. If Flash like started season eight, like everybody's gone, and it's just only him solo for the entire season, would would you guys be okay with that? Yes. Mm, keep Caitlin and get everybody else. That I'm fine. No, no, even Caitlin out. No, she, no. She's played a non-factor. I feel like in the end, it's no, not like Cisco leaving has affected the show. That that was yeah. my theory because I was like I was thinking about I was like yo once Cisco left, I was like yo will the quality of the show be as bad and it's still as bad it didn't comic, drop off okay comic wise does the flash actually have a team or does he do everything on his own and then slash work as a csi what i saw in the cartoons when i used to watch flash or even the show he's always solo yeah like before justice uh, joined the justice league and all that like he used yeah. to always do everything on his own okay yeah yeah he honestly could, and I, we saw that in season seven, episode one, when he got the speed thinking from the artificial speed force. Like, yeah, we really saw like how useless all of them are. But yeah, uh, yeah man, no, honestly, it's, bro, they need to. I, I don't know if it's just like a diversity thing or something, bro. But like, we really, <laughs> they really need to just get the get rid of all these characters. They're freaking. It, 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 honestly, it is a diversity thing. Like, because a lot of these shows copycat it from Arrow, right? And Arrow wanted to have an ensemble cast to kind of like give side stories um, on Star uh, Star City. But at that, at that point, once Flash and Supergirl all those, then they wanted to become like more representative stuff like that, which like hampered the actual quality of the show. Instead of focusing on the main character, it's all these stupid side characters that have literally, if you think about it, what the hell does what the hell does Allegra even do? Like, do, what impact has she done in Flash's life? That made Flash even better as a show. Oh, I, oh, I can answer that. I can answer that. Um, tilt her head to the side and cross her arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! You know, I think Cat uh, Grant said it best when that one. <laughs> that, 
that one episode where Barry uh, visited uh, Supergirl's world, uh, like the first time, like this, this is probably yeah, like back in, time, like, yeah. season, in season two and Flash season two. And he, like Barry and Kara and like freaking Jimmy and what's his name? The other dude. But yeah, they were all in Cat Grant's office and Cat's just like looking at them. She's like, hmm, you guys look like a, uh, like a, a young millennial uh diverse cast. cast of cast of a CW show. Like she literally said, <laughs> I was like, wow, that's the agenda right there, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that line perfectly as well. I was like, yo, that nailed it right in the head, man. And that's the crazy part. Super, super cool. And season one was really good. Because it was not on CW. Because it nope. was not on CW. It was on CBS. Yeah. It was amazing. It was just about action and like, what's the, vil- who are the villain? What's the plot? Like, there was like a little romance here and there, but like overall, it it didn't overtake the show, and like the side characters didn't overtake the show. Like it was actually a great, great season, man. Like season one, Supergirl will never. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, agree. I don't know. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Tuesday's episode. Um, move. Omicron, Transformers, Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts, yeah. thoughts, Luke. Thoughts. Yeah. No, Seth. Oh. Go ahead. No, but like, where where did this come from? Like, because they're saying like they're saying South Africa, but is yeah. it South African scientists discovered the sequencing to this variant, so it didn't actually come from South Africa? Like, I'm still confused on like the details of Omnicron or AKA Omni Man, <laughs> as they say it on the streets. Omni Man. I don't. I don't know. I don't know, Luke. I I don't know, man. But but the game. The but the, uh, the here's a big thing. So on Friday, I got my second dose, right? Oh, and, big uh, ups. Yeah, yeah, Back. big ups, big Life. ups. And uh, my uh, my pharmacist, when he was giving me a second shot, he's like, "Hey, you know, uh, six months later, you'll have to get your uh, your booster." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. And then he says, "Yo, b- between me and you, yeah, I got l- let you know. You heard about this new variant, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." And I'm like, I'm like, okay. And then he's like, you know what the plan is, right? I'm like, no. He's like, well, in the medical field, our plan is, is that we're supposed to incorporate the vaccine into the flu shot. Wow. And I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah. He's like, so by the end of 2022, beginning of 2023, we'll, we'll, we'll mass produ- produce a flu shot that will have uh, the variant of the COVID vaccine in it. So to have everybody, take, like whoever doesn't Ma- want to take the, 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 the COVID vaccine, yeah, but they're more willing to take like a flu vaccine. Like, oh, technically, it's a little switch up. Like, kind of. No, like that. but here, but here's the thing: what you told me, he says that the, the, the government with the medical um, uh, in Canada may mm-hmm. force the flu flu vaccine on everybody. Yeah, because so far no one wants to take the flu shot. People can be like, yeah. ah, I'm okay. It's just the flu. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think that's what this variant's all about now. Because like that's what he was telling me on Friday, and I was like. Interesting. So this is the plan out there they're trying to do, you know? So now instead of like now they're gonna force people with the flu shot with variants of the blue uh, birth flu and all the other the, the diseases in the past. Now you add uh, the COVID nineteen uh, um, uh, a, a, a vaccination in there as well. Why would yeah, they no. just ma- why wouldn't they just mandate the COVID vaccine then? I don't understand. Instead of doing it through say a flu. That's a good question. Right. They might figure something out next year in regards to these variants now. But to be honest, I think everyone's just going to say no to the third shot. 
I, that's where the people, people are going to just die on that hill. That's it. I, yeah, I've talked to a lot of people I know that are double vaccinated and they're like, yeah, I don't know if I want to take a third shot. They're like, I took, I'm like, they're like, I already took two. I'm like, why am I going to take a third? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. And, then, and that's the thing. It's just like, where does it end? So I'm like, yeah, no, but like, where does it end? Because right now a lot of people are hesitant on immunizing their children, right? And of course, behold, lo and behold, this whole Omicron whatever variant, it affects kids more than adults. Yeah. Yeah. So it could be perfect timing and a coincidence where <laughs> when they have a scheduled mass uh, push for Pfizer and these other shots getting approved for children under the age of, let's say, 10, for example, mm-hmm. worldwide, and then this variant comes out. But do we even know if this, this variant is protected by, no, like the, the current jabs that we have for dose one and two by these manufacturers, does it even cover Omnicron? Do they even have the data for it? No, they don't. No, they don't. How do they even know giving these, these doses to children right now is going to protect them from that? Well, if it's just a new variant and it just came out, whatever is already in production now, clearly it's not going to be enough for whatever yeah, just came it's out, obs- right? It's obs- technically obsolete. Yeah, it is. Technically, it is. In, in the wise words of my uh, Asian pharmacist, you will only be Superman for three months, and then <laughs> you'll have to take it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 98%, sir. 98%. That's who's kept repeating that same number. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Then six months later, you get the booster, and then you'll be Superman once again. <laughs> Sounds like a program talking points. I don't know about that. Like again, I'm not I'm not for or against the vaccines or something like that, but it's just a lot of the stuff is uh, questionable. Yes, yeah. it is indeed Omicron, Shia LaBeouf variant. Shia variant. <laughs> even Stevens variants. Bring back even Stevens. Classic uh, show. I, I highly doubt it, man. After the way Disney killed the Hillary, uh, the Lizzie McGuire show. So what happened with that? Like they said, was it like inappropriate because she was talking about like, like, like she wanted Lizzie, she wanted Lizzie McGuire to be more like her divorced single kid went through, went through like drinking and drugs and all that kind of stuff. Oh, they're trying, more, they're trying to turn it dark. No, she wants to turn it dark. Hillary Duff wants to turn it dark. And this is like, nah, we're good. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You're going to put that Disney plus. Come on, Bro. kids watching the first, uh, watching the uh, uh, watching the entire Lizzie McGuire run, but like, oh my God, you know, she she fell in love, and then they watch the Lizzie McGuire movie that came out afterwards, and then then they watch like her like twenty years later. Come on, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> if they're gonna continue with that dark trend, they might as well just turn Gordo into uh, Joe from You. Oh wow! Jeez. Uh. Oh, man, I can never look at Gordo the same. <laughs> Gordo! The, the, the OG, the original simp. Oh, my God. That guy, man. Yo, he actually was, man. Like, you, when you looked at him, you're like, I cannot believe this skinny white kid has been chasing this girl. And this girl just looks at him as, like, a brother. It's like, yo. And I was watching this when I was, like, 10 years old. I was like, what the hell? coming back now it's all coming back now I remember it oh man but at the end the, the irony is 
she ended up catching feelings, and then she kissed him. But where did she kiss him? On the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they keep it a Family Channel slash Disney. <laughs> like, PG. oh my god. Thanks, buddy. It's like it's like one of those kind of kisses. Like, thanks, buddy. Like, oh man. Yeah, a kiss on the cheek is the equivalent of the pat on the head. <laughs> Good boy. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Shout you know what, Chester? I- you know what I, well, I I died laughing was like a year later like uh, she was in a movie Hilary Duff's in a movie with Chad Michael Murray I'm like Gordo you Mr. Chad's bud <laughs> great oh. great series man great didn't she also go in a movie with uh, the kid from Malcolm in the Middle oh Frankie Muniz yeah Frankie yeah, Muniz well, was only in two episodes back to back as a guest star and he, he actually got the girl I'm like <laughs> Frankie Muniz was the man back then Oh my God! I'm you know why? Because you know why he 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 grabbed the relationship by the balls and said, "You're not the boss of me now." <laughs> You're not the boss of me now. That's theme music at the bottom of the middle for anybody who's asking. Yeah, <laughs> only guy to have Hillary Duff and Lindsay Lohan fight against, fighting for him. You could say he was the uh, what's his name, Pete Davidson of the past. <laughs> oh, wow! Wow! This- Shout out to Pete Davidson. Or, yeah, no, shout out to Pete Davidson. This guy. Wait, we're comparing Malcolm to Pete Davidson, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Funny, awkward kid. Weird, awkward kid. He was just scooping all the baddies in Hollywood. And everybody's just baffled. I'm like, yo, gotta give respect to the guy, man. Yeah. Him and MGK, man. Uh, for some reason, these guys uh, are like best boys and like they're getting all the, the, the girls from Hollywood, man. It's hilarious. <laughs> I. I rate it. I rate it heavily. Yeah. Oh, man. But with that said, we're going to conclude on today's episode. Uh, we'll be having a follow-up episode coming up in a couple of days, so stay tuned. And we're going to be discussing the first three episodes of Disney's Hawkeye. So uh, I've got a lot to say on that, and I'm sure the oh, boys do as well. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 But yeah, until the next time, I'm your host, Ryan Atwood. I'm Seth Pronto. And I'm Luke Smog. And we are Anchor Free Roscoe, signing out. Peace. 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 Hello. Hello.